Hey Will. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to an Afterthought Media special uh, podcast with myself and comedian Laurie Roggenkamp. Well, we're going to cover the failed Australian uh, podcast, The Sydney Gays. That was the actual theme song, Laurie, from The Sydney Gays. No shit. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I... Uh, I, I feel like I didn't really hear it. Could you replay it? Sorry. Yeah, I yeah. felt like I heard the tail end, but I didn't hear all. I, I will say it might, might be a little gross, but I was like kind of blowing my nose and I just found like a really long nose hair. And so I was kind of like, <laughs> oh my God. So that's what I was dealing with while that was going on. Well, I was I'll like, play it again because you can never get enough of it, but they do play it in the opening of the of their podcast. But let's, but let's, I'll play it again. Here we go. Okay. Because I feel it gives you a, I think it really does set up the podcast. And what's okay. important is because I'll I'll explain later when I explain the podcast. But here we go. Here one more time. Here we go. Hey Jay. Hey Will. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Let me tell everyone the story of the podcast, my history with the podcast, what we're going to do today. There's a lot to cover before we actually get into the podcast, Lori. Uh-huh. I got an email from a listener. I am so sorry. The one piece of research I didn't do, because it happened so long ago, was exactly who this listener is. If you if you write to me, I'll put it in, in the notes or something. But Let's wrote, leave a space right now to say this great listener. This Yeah, the great listener uh, wrote to me, and he said... <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't hey, know why that makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> he said, Listen, uh, Joe, you and Lori need to recap. Now, he he messaged me right when this was happening. This happened about everyone should know this. The Sydney Gaze podcast aired originally around the month of May 2019. And I would say at the end of May or so, he writes to me and says, You and Lori need to recap the Sydney Gaze podcast. It was supposed to be a 10 part season. They only made four episodes and they quit, you know? And he says the first episode was really controversial. And then the fourth episode, they're like, Fuck y'all, right? And it is. It's a, it's a thing of beauty in that the first episode is this awful, totally tone deaf. Uh, podcast episode. The second episode opens with an apology, and then the fourth episode they just quit the whole fucking show and they hate the world, right? And it's just a fascinating look. So, so th- and I have not listened to this at all. You've not listened. So to this I don't Lori, know. Is, I only know the true? hype. Lori, is that true? You've, you've never listened to this at all. No. Yeah. So where here's where I'm torn, Lori. And let's talk about this on the air. Is here's what I've pulled. Right. I was originally going to pull clips from the Sydney Gates episode one, and uh-huh. so I listened to the whole thing, trying to like take out all the boring parts. And there are some little boring parts here and there, but like I really think you could analyze the whole thing uh, to death because there's not really much to cut from because the way they do it in like little segments, you know? Yeah. But and then I I I only took the apology 
from episode two because then the rest of the episode is not that interesting we can talk about it but and then episode three we can mention in a sentence or two but it's, it's just a boring episode and then episode four i kept the whole thing but it's only 14 minutes just shy of 15 minutes long and it's them telling you go fuck yourself all y'all you're all a bunch of trolls right and yeah. so um Bobby Anch asked, do podcasts typically plan out the number of episodes they will do? Some do. So some of them, they have, like, if it's a, a, a limited series, they'll say, we're going to do 10 episodes, each one about one of the commandments from the Bible or something like that, you know? Yeah. And so uh, I think this one they had a set. This one, I think what they did is I think they pre-recorded the interviews. And so then they were just going to do wraparounds. That's why I think they know it's 10. Because they, you'll hear they talk with some confidence about who they're going to have on and what they're going to do. And I think a lot of it was pre-recorded. And then they were just going to do wraparounds every week and do the show. I think that was the original plan. And so um, that's why I think it was only 10 episodes. They were just like, we'll do 10 episodes and that'll be it. for. I don't know if it, maybe they might have another season, but they were like, we'll just do an initial 10 episodes. We're going to analyze this to the death. You're going to hear everything that they have to say. So it's two guys named Will and Jay. Okay, Will Sabin, I think is his name, and Jay Sebring, I think is his name. I could be getting the wrong. I could be getting the names wrong and, and, and all that, but we'll get in a second. <laughs> Research is on point. Yeah, yeah. Well, because we're going to hear they, they introduce themselves. Oh, okay. So we're going to analyze this. What's funny is, in total, there's not even really an hour to analyze. There's, let me see, 15 minutes and 31 minutes. There's about 50 minutes of material, right? Uh, but I'm wondering if we'll ever even get to it in one episode because there. I, well, we'll see. I don't know how much we'll get through in the first episode. Because I'm going to let you be the judge of when we're we're having trouble with that, right? Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm just, I just want to start the episode. Uh, before we go, do you have any questions or anything, Laurie? No. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to start the episode. If I think I might interrupt because I know there were things I wanted to say, but I might interrupt during it to say those things. All right, here we go. And then we'll, and then you know what, Lori? Maybe I'll put the, your cam, put your camera on. Oh, you're okay. You put your camera on. And if you need me to stop because there's something you heard, I'll stop it. Okay. Right. You just, you just signal to me. And then can I'll, you see me? I can see you. So you okay. signal to me and I'll look at you while I'm playing it. I'll stop it when I want, but maybe there's a part where you want me to stop it. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Sydney Gaze, your weekly dose into the lives of the Sydney scene. Jay and I will be chatting about issues beyond Instagram filters, opening the dialogue for a more inclusive community. Now, right here, it doesn't sound bad. Yeah. But right here, you're like, okay, whatever, right? Yeah. This 10-part season, we'll see Will and I chat to Australia's leading gay advocates, celebrities, and real-life friends. Oh, honey, if you ain't listening to this podcast, you're only hearing half the story. Okay, let's start right there. All right, that's my turn. (laughs) (laughs) He just doesn't have the voice to do that. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, I would tell him if I did it earnestly the way he did, it would sound equally awkward. If I was like, "Oh, honey, if you're not listening to the Sydney Gaze, you're only getting half the story," it would sound that awkward. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird setup that they did, and then mm-hmm. it's also weird that I don't know. It's just a weird thing that they did. Yeah. All right. Okay, Mama Roo. Together. Also, this other guy who just talked right now. It's the it's the kind of gay voice that bothers me. I hate if you, if you have this voice. I'm so sorry. I'm just being honest about how I feel. It's a voice that's meant to be naturally deep, you know, and baritone or bass, 
but it's super gay at the same time. So it almost sounds like a gay Frankenstein. Wait, are you uh-huh. able to change angles? Wait, everyone should know Lori just changed angles on her camera. How did you just do that? I have a webcam that I like more because I feel like it's better quality. Uh-huh. And so I use I was using I changed it to that. It was it was supposed to be plugged in already, but then I just realized that it wasn't plugged in. So all right, here we go. We will be turning the microscope onto gay culture, covering everything from It also sounds like he's like talking with like marbles in his mouth, doesn't it? Yeah, both of them sound like they have a weird speech impediment. But also I love how serious they're taking this. It's like oh. we're really gonna be tackling the issues yeah, and yeah. <laughs> then you're gonna hear the issues they're tackling right after the theme song. Here we go. And meanwhile, it's just gonna be like big dicks. Do we like them or not? You know. I wish it was that good. Here we go. Deception issues, body image, sexual health, through to our favorite brunch bots. And Body issues, something you know, the, all the important stuff, and our favorite brunch spots. Thinking games, guys. Let me introduce you to Jay Fisher. Oh, sorry, his name's Jay Fisher, outgoing millennial from Sydney, who you may recognize from social media. But creating the perfect Instagram highlight reel isn't the only talent this boy has in store. So he's clearly reading. Instagram highlight reel? What well, does that he, mean? So he has like a hundred and some odd thousand, like almost 200,000 Instagram followers. Maybe he has more than 200,000, right? And he's just like a typical muscle gay hot guy, right? And, and But like what's important about this and what people were freaking out about when you see the reviews is they make it seem like this is like the most important thing in life and what you should aspire to, all right? Here we go. Yeah, and I have a question. They're yeah. they're introducing the other person, yes. right? They're yes, not yes. introducing themselves. No, no, no. So that so uh, Will is introducing Jay. Okay. Okay. Here we, go. Here we go. And introducing my friend Will Saban, barely a millennial, but don't tell him that an industry creative who is no stranger to the. I get the impression oh though God. that he, that each of them wrote their own. Like in other words, <laughs> he's reading Will's intro, but Will wrote it. How many? How long do you think it took them to write it, and how funny do you think it was? Like they're like, like I wonder if it took a couple of takes because they're like, dude, I can't get this out. You're so funny. You know, but you know what's so funny though is, is you're saying that. But I think you know, like whenever I make a podcast, uh, well, now it's changed a little bit with Afterthought. But with with Afterthought, I'll even use that. When I make a podcast, I think about what the core group of listeners will like. What does Luke Stammen going to like? What is Haley's mom going to like? What is John Marti going to like? What is Eve Adams going to like? All of you guys, Josh Hedgepeth. Are they going to like this? What are they going to like? You know, because they're the ones who I talk to on a regular basis in the chat room. So yeah. I wonder, like, so, but that's where my worldview is, is based on what I know. These guys... They're making a podcast in their head. What is their Jim Bunny friend gonna want to listen to? You know, yeah. and so when you you were getting a peek into what they think is important, I think it's funny. Oh yeah, they're the podcast equivalent of a guy who was like, everybody at the office tells me I'm funny. Yes, so I'm gonna do stand up. Yes, yes, it's exactly what it is. Any social scene. He's loud, vibrant, campus fuck, and with a strong point of view. The Sydney Gaze is our passion project. Two local Sydney gays delving into the Sydney LGBT plus community where nothing is off limits. By the way. Oh my God, this intro is taking forever. Oh, just, just, we're only a minute in. Can, so anyway, one of the complaints was from other Sydney gays who were like, um, this does not represent the Sydney gays at all. It represents a very small, but that's the thing is they think their world, everybody wants to be them, you know? And yeah. Everybody, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Whatever you identify as, this podcast is for you. Whatever you identify as, 
this podcast I, I identify as a militant black lesbian podcast is for you yeah <laughs> i i'm a butch uh man-hating lesbian yeah this is for you uh-huh i'm a turtle this is for you if you think you know us forget it no more boring commutes to work no more boring what? commutes to work because we, 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 we wait you think you know us forget it so they're saying that we won't we don't the assumptions of them are but that's off. the thing that's the thing is they think okay this is my analysis they didn't think this was going to blow up past sydney right they thought all everyone knows who jay fisher is they see him at the clubs they all know who will saban is you know he's there well, i'm not saying they really are in their head they think that they're sydney famous okay maybe they are and that so the people who are listening they all they all have their impressions of what Jay and Will are like and your minds are gonna be blown but like it's the truth of the matter probably is no one gives a shit about these guys and yeah. no one has any preconceived notions they're just like yeah you're just a horrible human being and in fact these guys probably much pretty much confirm it all right let's move on do you have anything to say by the way Lori uh no I just I feel like this intro has gone on forever I feel like it's like they're so worried about how how they're going to be presented mm-hmm. that they want to cover every base that they can possibly think of. Yeah. Us on this self-discovering tip of a lifetime. There it is. Hey, Jay. Hey, Will. Now, by the way, there's a lot of, like, I think RuPaul references. That one, I think, is from um, uh, All Stars 3, when uh, Valentina and Naomi Smalls made a club called Club 69. I believe, I believe, I'm not sure that's a, there's a lot of RuPaul references, and I believe that's a RuPaul reference to Club 69. I could be wrong, though. I could be wrong. Here we go. Well, somebody on the chat room said that she, that, that guy took the Oh Honey from, from uh, Trixie Untucked. Mattel. Yeah. Oh, from yeah. Untucked? Okay, here we go. They think they are. I know them from the gym. That who do they, th- you know what, let's analyze this. Who do they think they are? I know them from the gym. <laughs> There's so much to unpack with that. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> but why? Wait, I'm gonna pause I, that right there for a second. Okay. I don't understand that part. It's like it's like they they they're proud to be sydney gays but then also at the same time want to say that they're not sydney gays <laughs> yeah Lori, it's it's like leave that sydney shit at the door we're so proud of being sydney gays all right i want to hear the theme song again because there are parts i want to analyze here we go hey jay hey will do you think that they thought it was a good idea like, hey jay hey will like we're just i think that in their heads they're like little celebrities i wonder if that one guy if jay thinks that he is just a ball of energy because he sounds like, like you yeah, know, he's like quaver. he's about to fall asleep. Yeah, here we go. Who do they think they are? I know them from the gym. Wouldn't that be the other way around? Be like, I know them from the gym. Who do they think they are? That would make more sense the other way yeah, around, wouldn't yeah, it? That, you're right. Who do they think they are? Beresford is like a hot club in Sydney, I found out. Like, it's like one of the cool nightclubs. So I've seen okay. them at the cool nightclubs. Okay, here we go. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. 
leave that Sydney shit at the door. Who's br- like, but they're the ones bringing the Sydney shit in. Yeah. They even called their show the Sydney Gaze. Maybe that's a slang term in Australia. Like Sydney, maybe that's a different way, you know? A different thing. Yeah, then he does the Ru- uh, then Will does the RuPaul laugh, which you know he's so proud of. <laughs> Me and Jay, whenever we meet up, it's a really fun thing that we do. We always ask each other what the peak and the pit of our week is. Okay, so they're going to go in a segment called The Peak and the Pit of Their Week. Now, by the way, do you believe for one second, Lori, that this is something they always do whenever they meet up? I'm sure that they probably ask each other how their weeks go. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that they say, I mean... (laughs) I think that would be weird. Yeah. I think it would be weird if, you know, if we were like, uh, hey, guys, we always check in with each other about our weight loss, yeah. Joe and I. Yeah. Uh, we always ask each other how we're doing, and even if we're not doing a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> whenever Mike and I have a conversation on the phone, Mike Lawson and I, we bring it, we each bring a news story that we talk about on the phone. Yeah. All right, here we go. We meet up for coffee or we meet up for a drink. It's always really fun. And I think it's a great thing to do with your friends to say, what is going on, honey? What is up? What is down? What's working? What's not? I really want to know, like, what is the peak in the pit of your week? Okay, I want to stop there because this happens quite a bit throughout everything you're going to hear where I feel Will does this more than Jay, but Jay does it too, where they feel that they've unlocked the secret. This is a very tame version. You're going to hear worse versions later where they've unlocked the secrets of life and they're going to teach you. And But they're always super basic. They're like, look, I think this is a really fun thing to do. You ask someone how their week is going. Yes, guys. Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, we have a couple of things that we like to do to kind of get our... These are the five tips that we offer for successful people. Yeah. Uh, number one, wake up. <laughs> number two, get out of bed. Yeah. Number three, take a shower. Number four, brush your teeth. Number five, repeat number one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it, exactly. It's exactly what it is. Here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Jay... Let's go, honey. What's the peak? Oh she my sounds God. like Rosie Perez. Like an Australian Rosie Perez. It's just his voice. It, it, to me, it sounds like he doesn't really have that gay accent and he's putting it on for the show because it just, it just sounds so unnatural on him. Well, we're yeah. finally starting our podcast. So obviously, the first episode is my peak. Woo! But also, I went to this amazing new party last weekend called Sexy. Okay. So, immediately, the peak of his week is that he went to an amazing Go. party called Sexy. Fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. Whoever created that party deserves to be shot. Deserves well, you- to be fake raped by a, <laughs> by a, a gay man again, who's yeah. not interested yeah. in it. All right. Here we go. Let, we're going to hear about this party. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it, but tell me a little bit more about it. I think I saw some moments on your Instagram story. You saw a little bit of action. <laughs> I feel um, like I saw some like some jog straps, some partying. Oh some... my god, the boys were so hot. It was upstairs at Universal. Amazing. Um, my friends Mike and Nico actually run the party. It's their first one, so I'm super proud of them. That's so amazing and um, so awesome. It's so amazing, so awesome that he knows. And that's, but that's the world they live in, where their friends put on these gay club nights and gay parties with boys in like like jock straps and 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 speedos and. Ugh. Yeah, I just, 
I love how it's like it's just such a blanket statement party. Like they're mm-hmm. not even trying. They're just like it's like yeah, of course it's going to be a bunch of hot dudes. It was called sexy. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not going to be. Oh yeah, it was actually a Weight Watchers anonymous meeting. Yeah, but also you 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 know it's never said. But what do you think would happen if I showed up in like diapers and I'm like, hi everybody? <laughs> like, oh, you would be the funny guy. Yeah, you would be you would be the one who like everybody. That's I mean that's what happens to me when I show up to stuff. People are like, oh well, thank God it'll be we'll have a fun time now because you'll be fun. You're a fun time, you know. It's like yeah. oh my god. All right, here we go. But yeah, it was super hot. Like the guys were amazing. The music was on point. I had a great night. So besides starting the podcast, that was probably my peak. How many guys did you hook up with? I lost count, honey. <laughs> I honestly did. <laughs> I lost count. I honestly did. Do you think he wait? Really- do you think hookup means like make out or actually have sex with? Well, I don't think you could have sex with that many people one night. Probably, probably doesn't it made out and stuff like that. I'm assuming. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know the tolerance of that man. Maybe he could have sex with that many people. Hmm. You know, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to take away his prowess. Maybe he's that virile. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I told you about some other things that happened, but I won't get into it on our first episode. That's good podcasting. Yeah, I wonder how that feels like listening to somebody talk about something and then saying they're not going to talk about it further on the episode. I wonder what that's like. I feel that's shade towards me. Do I do <laughs> that a is. lot? <laughs> you you do that on on uh, Finding Pretermary a lot where you'd be like, I have some tea, but I'm not going to talk about it right now. And I'm like, okay, great. Hey, Jay. Hey, Will. Sydney Case. Who they think they are? I know them from the gym. See them at a Sydney Case. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> I gotta pull that whenever you say something rude about me. That leave that Sydney shit at the door. Yeah, I I like the Sydney gaze. I think we should do that from now on. We should just whisper the title of our shows, like Finding Friends Charming, Fat Camp, Hello Uglies, Away Travel Luggage Spot. In like episode three or something. Okay, guys, make sure you keep listening because I'm going to bring that back up with Jay and tell me what was the pit of your week? Because what do you think is the pit of this guy's week? That's called a teaser, by the way. Reeling people in to hear about a thing, you know, a generic thing that happened to him that he doesn't want to talk about right now. Uh, You know what? I'm just saying something like uh, his mom committed suicide. (laughs) was a really awesome peak and I'm dying to hear what the pit of your week is. Well, my pit was I got an eviction notice from my landlord, but what? I work in property. I know how to keep my fucking rent up to date, mate. Like talk to me, honey. I got to pull that right. Talk to me, honey. Wait, I work in property. I know how to keep my rent up to date. Uh-huh. Why how does that <laughs> Laurie, don't I you was, know because you work in pro- – you know, for instance, as you know, anyone who works in medicine, they never die or get sick. I don't understand. It's like I think I think most people know how to keep their rent up to date. Like nope, I don't think nope, you have to work nope, in No, Laurie, pro- don't do this. You know, you're being very irresponsible. As you know, you have to work in real estate to keep up to date on your rent. <laughs> I just – 
you know, you know, I walk in property, so I can keep my rent up to date. We're gonna I, hear about I can't that do it. Neither can I. I have all these Instagram followers, and you got no money. And you- what does that mean? You have all these Instagram followers, and you've got no money? Oh, because like you know, as when you get Instagram followers after a certain point, you should be able to get you know commercial like. Well, he talked about that. He talked about that. Here we go. Kicked out of your house. Babe, I'm fucking loaded, but (laughs) there's no problem with my rent. Um, But anyway, I think I sorted it out, but that was... Wait, there's no problem with my rent. So why were they evicting you? Probably because he, like, keeps having sex with a bunch of random dudes in the apartment. You probably wouldn't do it, right? It's pretty shitty. That sounds so annoying and so time-consuming. What about Orange you? Cooking your- meth. That could be one. It sounds so annoying so time consuming. All right, here we go. Peak. Uh, and the peak of my week would be actually I went and saw Saturday Night Fever last night. Um, I had some of my really close friends in the show, so it was really awesome. Humble brag. Going to yeah. watch that. It was like um I would say a trip down memory lane, but um He was in nineteen seventies disco movie? A trip down memory lane. I remember watching that movie. Yeah, a trip down memory lane. I can't do it. Australian. So it's all music yeah. that yeah. If I used I don't to know why it's such a tough accent. Listening to at home, my parents would pay a lot of that disco yeah. kind of music at home. Um, so I yeah. loved. The- I can imagine you in those platform heels. Um. Yes, honey. Oh. God. That- yes, honey. Why do you? I can't so imagine you in those platform heels. I couldn't wait. Wait, you have to do it like him. Oh, I can imagine you in your platform heels. I can imagine you in your platform heels. There we go. You got it. You got yeah, the Australian go. accent. Yeah. Oh, you I'll, 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 I'll do it again. Oh, my platform heels. There you go. That's it. It's like I'm talking to an Aussie. Thank you. <laughs> no, I love a sequin. You know, my mum was like making me costumes and hands sequining pretty much every item of clothing I owned since I was like three. I can imagine. Literally like sewing costumes, sewing sequins, putting me in things, making me do photo shoots. Like she's going a long way for this joke. He is the photo shoot queen. Yeah. It's really funny. So that it's was the peak like of my week. Becoming um, and like I got a, to go out afterwards and have a few childhood trauma. <laughs> like it's you know my mom. You know my mom made me wear girls' clothes because she really wanted a girl. So she kept putting sequins on all my clothes and making me do photo shoots and calling me Rebecca because that was the name she picked out for her her daughter. But then her daughter died in the womb because I absorbed it, and so she was like, "Well, now you have to be my daughter." And then she treated me like a daughter the whole. You know. You you know that story. I told you that a hundred times. <laughs> Them at the star last night, which was really fun. Um, I mean, I used to dance though when I was younger, like in in different shows and stuff. And it's completely renovated now. So it makes- a lot of gays can relate to this at this point. <laughs> you know, all those gays that can relate to being an Instagram star and going to the hot sex club thing and sexy club or what was it called? Sexy. Well, yeah, sexy. You know the you know that hotly named very uh, I uh, individually named sexy. We gotta think um, of a name for this club. Wait, hold on. <laughs> this Australian accent is terrible. That's we, actually kind of good. We get a name for this club. We gonna kill this club. We gonna name for this club. We gonna name for this club. We gonna call this club sexy. 
think we got it. Yeah, I think we got the Australian accent down. All right, here we go. Bunny I gotta be honest, I'm really shocked at how fast they've gotten into the hot button issues. You know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope we get to the brunch spots. And oh yeah, because they were promising like you know gender. Gender gender issue. I mean, whatever you identify with, this is the podcast for you. Yeah. So this is the stuff they need. You need so, like, to know. If you identify with people who are Instagram models who go to the Cape uh then you could do. It. All right, here we go. I did not property. do any gambling. I am not so much into gambling, mostly because I really don't know how. I know how to play the slot machines. Um, <laughs> I bet you do. What does that mean? Hey, what does that joke? But I want. What does that joke mean, Lori? Like, it's a sexual thing, I guess, I'm assuming. Hmm. And you know how to play this because you put something in it and then you pull the crankshaft and then it, like, I don't know. All right, here we go. Do you have a pet? I did have a pet of the week. It was actually, it's to do with houses as well. It was rent week. I hate rent week. That was the pet of my. These guys are not good at rent. No. And I, don't, I mean, I guess maybe the reason he hates Rent Week is because he doesn't work in property. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, he doesn't understand how to do it. But I don't work in property, so I can't pay my rent. I work in property. I can't pay my rent. I can't pay my rent. <laughs> <laughs> Do you be a daisy in a coop? <laughs> Pete shipping the baby. Pete shipping the baby, Hey, hey, Sheila. Rooting in the big, in the big. I'm a big kangaroo. That's so stupid, but it's making me laugh so hard. Oh my god, my heart stopped. Uh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, oh. <here> we <laughs> what were we even talking about? I know we're talking about the Sydney games, but what were they talking about? Oh, here's the thing I'm going to get back to while you left. Is the whole thing, again, we haven't gotten to it because we've only gotten like five minutes into their show. But if oh their whole God. thing is that they're going to give you advice. A lot of them are giving advice. And they put their, their whole the peak, the pit of their week is they can't pay their rent. Yeah, they're having trouble with their advice. It's like, I don't need advice from you guys. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Every week when I see that money coming out of my account. Every week? How often does he pay his rent? Oh, uh, maybe he puts money in his account. I don't know. Oh, no. Here we go. And I'm like really excited at the Here start of the week. My pay comes through and I'm like, oh, I'm rich. And then... Oh, I'm. By the way, every week he doesn't learn. He's like, <laughs> "What is this magic that? Oh, what is this magic that he been able to build a leprechaun into the rainbow? They got me this money, and he was rich." He's like, he's like looking online at like Cadillac dealerships. He's like, "I'm gonna get my Cadillac. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna buy my Cadillac." And then, and then the right goes, I go, Nyeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
There you go. Or comes out. But it's not only that, it's always like rent week and the internet and the gym and the phone and everything always manages to come out in the same week. So oh my God, manages, it happens every <laughs> happens all the time. He's like, I know, is this me? Look at the drill called team. You know who knew that time worked that way? <laughs> God it's, damn it. It's me at every, the first of every month. It seems like everything's always due. What is that? What a weird coincidence. What's going on? <laughs> what a weird coincidence. Jay, let me tell you, it's very weird. I think there's something going on. But the, the first of every month, that it seems that the rent is due and my phone bill is due and the light bill is due. Why is it always... It's weird that they're all on the first of the month. I think it's a conspiracy. <laughs> 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 it's a government conspiracy. Leave that chitty shit to jail. No, seriously, leave it to do it because I haven't paid my rent yet. <laughs> I'm working for pretty. I would say that would be the pit of my week. <laughs> Let's rent. have another wine. I feel like it's Let's time. Let's have another wine. I feel like Andre, it's time for another wine. wine. Okay, this is, I should introduce this. Andre is Will's husband. So Andre okay. is Will's husband. But they never they never say that. I just learned that just from listening. Okay. Okay. I don't know if Andre's actually really there, by the way. But they, they often reference him. Here we go. Is Andre's so good at doing everything, guys. He's like my little... We've got a segment coming up soon. It's... um. I won't say what it is, but it's a really yeah. fun segment. Don't tell us what it is. Yeah, it's please spoil don't. the surprise. And please don't we say have anything. The <laughs> cute paddles that we've um, made, and we were up this morning really early um, trying to make gluing them. Paper glue- gluing onto... paper onto. Yeah, they made paper paddles for an audio podcast. Paddles? Yeah. <laughs> Ping pong and pong and pong but it they looks just really don't understand how things work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, here we go. Looks really chic, and I'm I'm loving the vibe. It's going to be really fun. Will, can you remember how we met? Um. Okay. Okay. I know it's coming. I've heard this episode many times. Will, can oh we can. <laughs> We meet because I didn't because I took too many drinks at sixty. <laughs> it was it fifty years, <laughs> and I lost all memory from twenty twenty minutes ago. <laughs> uh, okay, that's no. the UK six now in Sydney. Is it get fifty years? <laughs> It's super hot for you to lose memory. <laughs> I think the weirdest thing is that I know what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how you understand you. some weird language we have now. Yeah. I think we just invented a language. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's almost like little person Australian. <laughs> like jockey Australian. Oh my god! Okay, so we're gonna hear this. This is a running theme of how all they met all their friends. Um, I'll probably bring this up when we talk about episode two. But I didn't play this guy. But in the episode two is also kind of controversial. I mean, it's a boring interview. 
because they, they met this other friend the same way. Here we go. I actually... I think it was at the gym. I think, honestly, I remember when you guys came through the gym. You guys... They met all their friends. All their friends, they know each other through the gym. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're like a really young, fresh, twinky kind of group of gay guys. <laughs> and we were like, oh, the new plastics have arrived. Anyway, I remember... I- anyway, that joke kills whenever he's at the brunch. Yeah. He's not like... I'm doing a TV machine, and you please stick to the read. And then people go, You're so pretty. You're so funny, we, you can be having your own pinkies. And your plastics, because it means that's also fake. Yeah, they're so fake, you should be plastic, but you know what you guys got to do on your podcast. Call it the silly guys. Leave that silly shit at the day. This is like Rocco's modern life, but if Rocco was in a perpetual state of having a heart attack. <laughs> I think we had some mutual friends, and we must have been introduced through someone. And I remember seeing... That's usually how... <laughs> yes. I think it was this really specific way where we have mutual friends, and we must have been introduced through someone. Okay. All right. Well, oh, well that sounds... Mutual, I mean, you know, like that should story. be on misconnection. Yeah. You downstairs, and I was like... Um, I did not have anyone to train with that day. And I saw you and I'm like, this lost little lamb needs a gym buddy. So I think I said, <laughs> do you want to train? I want to look like him. Yeah. So I- did he just compliment himself there? Uh, oh, do you th- did he compliment himself? Or do you think that he was saying that he wanted to look like the other guy? Oh, well, let's see here. Let's see here. <laughs> no, I thought that maybe you wanted to look like me, huh? Oh, no. I think he was complimenting himself. Oh, they're both complimenting each other. Yeah. You and I look like me. I was thinking you look really good. You look kind of like the pig hook and you play cookie dough, didn't And I was like, this is not a knife. This is a knife. I said, this not a white. This is a white. <laughs> That's not a dumbbell. This is a dumbbell. This is not an old vegetarian fruit juice smoothie. This is a new vegetarian fruit juice smoothie. That's not how to be a stereotype. (laughs) This is how to be a stereotype. Oh, yes, hon. (laughs) You wanted some of those biceps. Big buys, get the guys. You were pretty massive. Yeah, I mean, oh, ouch. No. Yeah, he called him. Well, he was saying that he, he, Jay's saying that he had big arms. He's like, oh, you call me fat. Yeah. No, he was saying that because he, he was saying you were pretty big back then. So now he's oh, like not as big. Oh, you're right. That's why I didn't get the insult. Yeah, hey, I know how to you? You don't get that super Australian humor. Yeah. Do you talk to anybody at the gym? What's when you gym? go? No, I, I talk to no one. I, I just, I, that to me just floors me. I mean, maybe it's different because, like, I, I'm assuming those gyms, they're like there because it's a bunch of gay guys and only gay guys go. Mm-hmm. So I could see maybe it being more of a social event. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the, the thought of talking to somebody at a gym just, I have no interest. Neither do I. Here we go. No, do people talk to me at the gym. I'm actually like, I got to take my headphones out. And then I'm like, what? 
It was like, what, what's going on? I've learned nine times out of ten, people talking to me, walking up to me at the gym, are trainers who wanna, who wanna ask, who wanna try and get me to to buy their training sessions. Mm-hmm. You know, so they'll be like, "Excuse me, hi, hi, sorry to bother you. I just wanted to show you a different way to do that exercise, or I just wanted to, you know, ask you what your weight loss goals were, or what, you know, whatever." So nine, you know, normally what I'll do is I'll just keep my headphones in, <laughs> and then just pretend like I don't hear them. Yeah, I've never had that happen to me. All right. Oh, it happens to me all the time. I look very much like I'm having a heart attack. You know what? That hasn't happened to me at the gym, but did it happen to me in a restaurant? Someone came up to me and told me that I was going to die because I was so unhealthy. And what? I, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember I was, I was hanging out with a friend and we were like almost like not almost. Like I was really offended. It was just like, yeah, buddy, you're going to die. You got to call me. What? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I remember seeing you, and then we trained together. And I remember putting you in my phone. I think you're still saved in my phone as that as Jay with a unicorn emoji. What does that mean? Uh, I guess because he's gay. Wouldn't it be funny if all of his friends have unicorn emojis? It's I like think, not I even think a silly my phone like this. It's a unicorn emoji. Can you believe that? I'm crazy. Uh, all of our listeners probably all of our listeners well you know what they did I will say at this stage him saying it when he recorded it's quite ambitious I will say it went kind of viral for how horrible it was people were writing about it so he did he did have listeners but let's hear you go through Instagram and that everyone knows you from Instagram and you have a really large following on that but see this is the thing is you can tell that they were like oh here's the thing he has so many Instagram followers we're gonna have a ton of of uh of listeners just because of all his Instagram followers is going to be all, which I will say probably helps spread the hate. But, uh, so he's like thinking like, Oh, we're going to be one of the most popular podcasts ever from his Instagram followers. What do you actually do for work? Because clearly you don't just hang out at the beach all day. Tell our listeners, what do you do? I'm a lift kid. I hang out at the beach all day. So, my career is something that I've worked really, really hard. Wait, why? He's already told us what he does. Let me Wait. ask you a question you wondered, you just answered about five minutes ago. What do you do for work? What? Wait, what does he do? He works in real estate. Oh. <laughs> Wait, we just did ten minutes on it. No, I thought, I thought, okay, I thought it was property. Like, I thought he did property management. He does, he does. Exactly okay. Well, doing. is that real estate or is that property management? Because those okay. are two different things. To me, they're the same thing. Here we go. Okay. Progressing. I mean, like, I left the army about eight years ago and I was kind army. of like, what am I going to do next? Yeah, they talk about that. Like, huh? I had no idea what I was going to do and I kind of fell into building management. Um, so basically, we manage high rise residential buildings. Um, mm-hmm. And then I kind of like took that experience and really tried to get into more of a management role within the industry. Yeah. I know that you. Management role. I'm trying to be a manager with management <laughs> for managing properties. <laughs> I'm a manager of managers. <laughs> I'm a manager of management properties. <laughs> I work as a manager in the business management properties of the building, building. Scott, we go birdie, like sexy. Yeah, incredible promotion, which is so amazing for someone at your age. Talk to me about that. Yeah, I'm really proud of what I've achieved in my career so far. I mean, I'm 20. Like the instance, I can't what? pay my rent. I can't pay my rent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting evicted, but I'm really proud of this. I'm really proud of how good I am at property management, even though I'm getting evicted. 
what like he's being very generic like mm-hmm. i i don't understand what he's done that's so amazing but me does he go into it further or? No, i think he's just really proud that i don't know we'll, we'll see because then i just got offered a general manager position yes queen yeah. that's so amazing thank you um i just get offered a general manager position yes queen <laughs> I've been there for probably a month now. <laughs> I'm already evicted. Actually, I'm thinking in like three months I'm going to be the CEE of the company. CEE. You're going to be the CEE company. I mean, in the past, I've had a lot of operational roles and I've dedicated a lot of time to that side of things. But moving into this new role, it's got a lot more responsibility. I manage a pretty big team now, um, doing a lot more business development. You're such an... What does that mean? What does any of that mean? It sounds like you said Tim. You mean it's a pretty big Tim? (laughs) I mean, it's a pretty big team. Um, Again, but what does that mean? I don't know. And business development, you you manage properties. And what do you have to do with like outreach and stuff? Like, yeah. what does that have to do? Yeah, with well, hey geez, I have a good idea. Thank you for coming to the meeting. Peedles. I, I developed the business. What if we go to that building over there and we manage that one? Would you take that? <laughs> oh my god, you are a genius. This is when you're the junior manager. <laughs> this is why you manage a big team. Yeah, because you just realized that that's a good idea. We should be managing more buildings. And we just, you're going to get a key leak. Yeah. I get an idea. We change everybody to event at the first of the month. <gasps> no. Yeah. Usually we just give it on a volunteer basis. This <laughs> person, um, where do you see that going for you? I mean, I've worked in some of the most exciting properties in Sydney. Some of the most exciting properties. That's an exciting property. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> this is an exciting property. It's, it's red. You've never worked in some of a property so exciting before. It's so exciting. It's red. It's get a reef. Yeah. Like some really... It's an elevator that goes up in there. What? And if you don't want the elevator, you can take the stairs. So excited! I'm excited! Big property developers, and I think I don't really show that a lot on Instagram because sometimes. <laughs> can you imagine if it's like his mostly nude body, and then the next picture is just like a high rise in yeah. Sydney? Look at this exciting building! <laughs> I knew that this picture was hot. Look at this one. It's. <laughs> It's a 42 custom building mixed use. We're going to have a jumble jicks. And we're going to have a, a shrimp in the bubble place. And a kangaroo's court. And we're going to have all kinds of exciting things that you can do within the, the, in the, the, the exciting building. And I'm the property manager. I think it's a little bit boring. Or I think that, I don't know, I'm not really focused on Instagram when I'm at work. I'm pretty like... <laughs> Wow, look at him. Look at you, buddy. Mm -hmm. Focus on what I'm actually doing. I think I've seen you in a hard hat photo once on your Instagram. Yeah, so sometimes like, I go on site and I have to wear a hard hat. Are you secretly a tradie like Andre? (laughs) Sometimes he goes on site and he has to wear a hard hat. Why would they need him? Geez, this building might fail down. You know what? There's only one solution. What is that? 
bring in a property manager. <laughs> He's going to be with it. We need a. There's only one thing that can hit, that could fix this problem. You did the gym. Get the property manager. <laughs> and then, like, there's a special phone at that club, sexy. You know. Like, yes. Bring, bring. We're looking for a property manager. They put out the property manager signal in the sky. Yeah. Go, go. He'll, he'll be right there. He's getting fixed in the ear. <laughs> Okay, here we go. <laughs> um, but you know what? Like, my motivation isn't Instagram. That's a really fun side hustle. But it's really just to build that up so then we can focus on things that I'm passionate about. Yeah. Like this podcast. Yeah, I think it's amazing. And I think you really... I got bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> Those passion isn't going to last long. Yeah. Spread a positive message on your Instagram. And I love... Spread a positive... If you look at this guy's Instagram, it's just him, like, in, like, no clothes... Hanging out at the beach, a positive message. HIV positive. <laughs> Everything that you put out, I think it's a really true, you know, nice representation of part of your life. Yeah, and, like, I love Instagram. I love the whole influencer thing. It's fun. It can be a great, like, side hustle, like I said before. But I'm kind of sick of, like, promoting random products for money. Like, I really want to, like, focus on things that I'm passionate about. Wait a minute. He's sick of promoting things for money. He wanted to do things that he's passionate about. But wouldn't their big dream be to get the podcast popular enough where then they promote things for money? Yeah, his passion is to work on the podcast where he would hopefully promote things for money for the podcast. But yeah. he's sick of promoting things for money <laughs> on Instagram. But he works at a place where he promotes things for money for property managers. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, my God. Up like my own brand and focusing on this podcast and using my voice to express my personality. Using his voice to express his personality. <laughs> Which his personality is in key. Yeah. My <laughs> <The> personality? <laughs> exactly. Not as big as yours, but at least I've got one. I know that you used to be in the army, which I don't actually know too much about. What made you join the army? I'm. What made you join the army? Okay. Really curious. Um, so-, so basically I'm an idiot. And I can do anything. I had new prospects. You know? So it's so good to the army. You know, the big Australian army that everyone's afraid of. Yeah. Fighting the big war. Yeah. I joined the army after school. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do at that stage. I didn't want to go to uni. Uni isn't really something for me. But I definitely wanted to do... Um, something outside the box, something that would challenge me, something that would get me out of Canberra where I grew up. And But the army definitely was a challenge and pushed me to my limits and something that I feel like I grew a lot from and would recommend to anyone um, that doesn't really know what they're doing after school to just kind of jump into it. And- yeah, listen, if you have new direction in there, if you've been a good... You know, actually, that's not bad advice. If you really don't have any direction in life, it might not be a bad idea to go to the army. No, uh, that's a terrible... That's terrible advice. Oh, why? <clears throat> I I don't think that going into the army is what you should do when you have no direction. You should you should go into the army because you want to fight for for the country and you wanna you wanna be in the army. I definitely it's like that's like saying I think if you have no direction you should go into medical med- medical school. Yeah, you know yeah, it's like point. it's supposed to be for people who are dedicated and want to do this. It's not it shouldn't be for people who are like, well, I got nothing else going on for me, so I guess I'll join the army. Yeah, but the thing is though, I feel that there are some people who are directionless, and it, and it can make some people better people. 
It could also make some people worse people. That's the problem. But uh, Yeah. I don't know. I feel like... I don't know. I mean, I guess I could see where that could help. But I, I feel like it shouldn't be like a... You know, it shouldn't be the uh, sociology major of, you know, of life. All right. Here we go. Does it, Test yourself. Does it have... Um, any correlation to your sexuality? Did you feel, were you open? Yeah, I was straight, and then I went to the army and made me gay. Yeah. gay then, when you were in the army? No, so I came out just after I had been posted to Townsville. Yeah. So I'd done my military training, I'd been posted to Townsville, and then I felt comfortable enough, I was in my own little space, in my own little unit, that I could just be myself and not live under you know, my mum's roof yeah. or not that there was any issues there either. It was just kind of like, I just needed my own independence to be mom. able to, I love my mum too. I- leave me mean. She's hey, the beast. Leave me mean She's the beast. You leave here. By the way, couldn't tell you it was gay because she's such a wonderful person. She kicked me to the house. <laughs> if it came out to her. <laughs> she's always doing me. You're my favorite son, but if you're gay, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> If you give them the features of the kangaroos and the koalas. We have the Me was great. Like I just, I would recommend it to anyone. What about, um, what about just being surrounded by so many hot guys all the time? That's the most important thing. Let's get to the important question. What's it like to be surrounded by really hot? You know guys? that was the question he was saving. Yeah. You know that was the one he was like, I need to ask this question. This is the big question. Yeah. 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 Man, Talk that was a huge draw card, that sounds let's like, be honest. That sounds like something I definitely would want to do. Well, then why didn't you? Go to war. Risk going to war and losing your life just so you can be surrounded by hot guys. Yeah. And like, oh, my God. Will, you've been, shoot, you've been shooting the hat at the dicky going to do right here in the bitterfield. Give any last words there, Will? Check my dick. <laughs> What what was that? Sick me, Dick. <laughs> but will you, you, you? It's you, the only reason why I joined the army. <laughs> wait, wait, what are you gonna do right here in the bedroom? That's you don't want to talk to your mum and you make a prayer, pray together. This is all time you could be spending sick in my dick. <laughs> I'm dying. It's a dying man's a Christ. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's like whatever your fantasies picture oh, in your love head, a man but in uniform, girl. it was definitely great to be surrounded by a lot of strong, handsome men. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Um, so you made the move to Sydney. What was that like for you? Because I know for me it was such a really daunting thing and I was really young. Talk to me about your experience when you moved to Sydney. Talk to me about that. So when I was thinking about moving to Sydney, I was coming up and I was going to a few parties to try and meet people. Of course you were. It's kind of like... So is Sydney like Los Angeles? I don't know. If there are any Australians there in the room, can you tell us what Sydney's like? I think it's like West Hollywood. I think the gay scene's kind of like West Hollywood. Oh, I I think Jay Ellis went to Sydney and said that they really actually know how to party there. So I I get the sign that it is kind of like West Hollywood. Okay. If I liked it and if I would, you know, want to live here. And I definitely found a few people that I was like, these are my people. I really need to come and, you know, make this my home. And when I finally moved here with my housemate that I've lived with for like six years already. You guys both dyed your hair blonde. And Mardi, Mardi Gras, Gras. Yeah. Like that- oh, they're crazy. Oh, my God. 
What kind of crazy assholes dye their hairs blonde <laughs> for Mardi Gras? The little Kim Kardashian. We're now just going into constant. I like how Nat Pat ninety gave me a reference that I still don't understand. He goes, uh, Sydney is like, like Fire fun. Island. Okay, it didn't make music to me. Sydney is like L.A. and Melbourne is like at New York City. Oh, okay. Here we go. Thank you, Nina. Uh, we didn't even know that that was going to happen either. He just came home one day, a couple of days before Mardi Gras, and I was like, "Fuck you!" I was going to no, go you guys blonde as planet? well. No, oh my I had god, no that's idea. So funny. Do you know what's really funny? Because I know that you had gone through a breakup not long before that, but I feel like every time someone goes through a breakup, they, they dye, dye their, their hair, hair blonde. Or change their hair. Their- For who? I I can see that happening though. Like I, that's something that I don't know if that happens with men, but with women, when you go through a breakup, a lot of women get their like change their hairstyle. Mm. Um, Jay Darling asks, "What happens at these Sydney White musical gay parties? A young boy dies. The muscle gay parties. Here we go. Blonde. I'm no. like, it's like the Sydney thing to do. Although he's in a very loving, committed relationship. Oh, <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I really want to delve into though. I you have a really large following on Instagram. That's what he really wants to get into. Like, let's, no, that's let's talk what about this. Like, yeah, let's talk about your. This is. I mean, like they have. This is their first episode, and what we've learned is they go to like muscle boy parties and his they really focus and, and I will I'll give Jay this he doesn't really seem to bring it up himself but Will seems to be super like fo- hyper focused on his Instagram following yeah he's even said Eddie when he I do when I'm snip the main thing about me Eddie when he focusing in yeah yeah okay then all right that's that's enough let me ask you the next question what's it like to have a lot of Instagram followers I don't want to focus on it Okay, 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 that's fair, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. Gee, you have a lot of social media presence. What's it like to have a lot of Instagram followers? <sighs> just get like a How did this you- all happen? I don't know. I just enjoy Instagram because it connects me with people and my friends and people overseas and we get to stay in touch and it's like a creative little tool that I get to have that outlet from. And Super cre- People go to his Instagram site and see how creative he gets. Well, yeah, that's a- the creativity. Yeah. How, how many different ways can I be naked? <laughs> Pretty cool. thousand people. That's a lot of people. That's like a big, big following. And, you know, for you to have that type of outreach, I think it's really, really awesome. And I think doing things like this and sharing your personal point of view um, to your followers and getting the word out, I think mm-hmm. is really, really important. And I also... Okay. So his Instagram is J Fisher, J A Y F I S H no E. So it's F I S H R. J F I S H R. You're gonna see some really creative shit, Lori. Super creative when you go there. Okay. It's really insane how creative it is. Here we go. That with podcasting and you know, all these kind of things that are coming up, it's giving people that extra layer. Behind their personality. Yeah, it's making you three-dimensional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Yeah. You know, I think it's people are getting to know the real you. Um, do you have- they sure are. Advice on oh young influencers on how to build their social media following. Okay. Where do I use the term influencers? But like- I scrolled down to one that's just him. He is attractive. Well, I will he's say very that. very attractive, yeah. But that's why he has a lot of followers. He... he uh. It's him in a, a pink a pink like 
speedo just like stretching at the beach. Yeah, yeah. That I'm is, at that one that's right really now. creative. Yeah, it's super creative. Look, Laurie, he's all about the creativity. There's one where it's a it's like a a video of him in a black speedo walking out of the ocean onto some steps. That's super creative. Yeah. Right. Oh, here's several of him, three of him in a white speedo walking probably outside of his meaning to me peepity. Walking out uh, with the rainbow flag, um, that one. Yeah, the rails, and he's got like what looks like crow tattoos on his side. Mm-hmm. He's not wearing a hard hat, so you know, I don't know. Oh, here's one where he's in like S and M gear. He's got blonde hair. Well, yeah, he just went through a breakup, Laurie. Yeah, that's true. He's that's really super creative. creative. Yeah, here we go. Here's one where he's in a white speedo at the beach, and he has a rainbow flag mm-hmm. that he's wrapped around himself. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm an expert at all in this kind of field. Like, I just kind of chuck up things that I like. I would say you are with (laughs) 170,000. No, if someone said it in the chat room, this is true. If you're hot with an amazing body and you pretty much are mostly naked, you're just going to get a ton of followers. Yeah. That's the same. It's, I think it's the same thing with guys as it is with girls. It's even, like, it's even girls, worse like, with girls. Constantly are what? It's even more. It's there are more people looking for hot girls than there are looking for hot guys. If you're a hot girl, yeah. do that. You're going to get like a million followers. Yeah, there's this one girl who literally just posts. She doesn't even post her face. A friend of mine was showing me her Instagram. She doesn't post her face. She just posts pictures of her butt mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. in different. And sometimes it's not even different outfits, but just in outfits. And it's just a picture of her butt, and she has like three hundred thousand followers or something yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't know this person, but I know someone who know who dated a person who's like this, and he has the most boring. <laughs> what the fuck sorry. is that? Sorry, sorry, sorry. What was that? It was, I didn't mean to. It skied the shit into me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to play that. Honestly, sorry about that. Uh, anyway, he has the most boring Instagram. He has like 130, 140,000 followers, but he's a really cute guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's all people care about. Well, because Instagram is mostly just about looking yeah. at people. It is exactly what it is. All right, here we go. And like, there's like plenty of like out, people so. out there in the social media world that are killing it, and quality content is key to you know having consistent growth and having that attractive feed. You went to Coca-Cola. You went to Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. I was going to say Coca-Cola. <laughs> Do you know what? It may as well be called Coca-Cola. That's what it is, girls and boys. It is Coca-Cola. It's not. <laughs> there, I meant to play that for real this time. You went to Coachella last year. I'm actually going to call it Baychella because last year it was such a moment with Beyonce. Start- you- oh, God. What were all these important issues they were going to discuss? Now we're going to discuss Beyonce? Uh, well, I think the the most important issue is whether or not it's Coachella or Coachella. That's the big one. It's Kikili. It's Kikili. It's Kikili, Nikki's. There with Beyonce when she performed. I remember watching your story and I'm like, oh my God! Kelly and Michelle are there! Fuck! Like, it was such a moment. It was such a moment. Like, I remember when that happened. That. Like, like, when Michelle. He is talking to you about that little talk. Wait, wait, could you do that? Could you do his, oh my God? Oh, God that's going to be hard. Hold on. Because I'm playing it on. Um... No, I was saying, could you do it? Oh. Imagine! It's 
And this is your new, this is your SNL audition. Yeah, this is my SNL audition, the guy from the Sydney Gaze. Yeah. Um, Kelly came out with Beyonce and the fireworks went off. I, Everyone I, just I, had I, goosebumps. I've, I've got goosebumps now just even thinking about Literally. it. Like it was, it was like, talk me. You know what's funny is, everyone should know, I've, I've told Lori privately that we're going to end this when they're done with Jay's part. And then we'll, we'll do another episode where we talk about Will. Yeah. And I'm looking at the time and it's running out. And I think, I'm not even joking. I'm sure they edited this. I bet you, I bet you Will edits this. And I bet you he made it that's exactly even between them. Because we're coming up right to the exact middle. And I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to be equally about him. Let me see. Because I can see him being like that. Like, I'm not going to give G any team to Nike. We're going to get yeah. the team and team. Okay? Yeah, you can make me safe. Yeah, you can make me safe. And you can team I do want to eat this anyway. He doesn't do shit. He just shoots up in his fucking hunt buddy and his little Instagram followers. <laughs> Moment. Everyone in the crowd was just, you know, mesmerized. Like, no one could believe what was happening in front of their eyes. No one could believe they were happening in front of their eyes that they paid to come see Beyonce and Beyonce was there. And then Kelly and Michelle came out. All right. You know, I mean, to be honest with you, I... I... <laughs> I feel like that's always like uh, that's kind of the kind of stuff that like makes things that actually people can't believe with their eyes seem less powerful. It's like, yeah, it's a musical thing. I could believe it, you know. Yeah. yeah. So then, when the extra, you know, even if, if, like if like what I wouldn't believe my own eyes if like then Beyonce just like flew into heaven and was never seen again or something. Yeah, or like she like literally like uh, pulled out her vagina lips and then like <laughs> swallowed her own head. And then went inside of herself. Yeah. You know, that's something I couldn't believe with my own eyes. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Like, Kelly and Michelle and Jay-Z and all these other artists came out. It was just like, this is a moment in time that I'll never forget. I, honest to God, I had the biggest FOMO I've ever had in my life. And I... FOMO is fear of missing out. Knew in that moment, if you knew, like, if you speak to Andre, I screamed like someone had died. Because this is what's important to him. Yes. Was like, oh my god, what's what's happening? What, what what's going on? I was like, he's touching his child, and I'm like, I just knew that that would okay. never happen. All right, so I'm gonna be Andre, okay. his friend, and you're gonna be Will, and I'm gonna be talking, and then you're gonna you're gonna realize that Beyonce, that uh, Jay. Wait, is with are you Beyonce. Will? Or are you Andre? I'm Andre. I'm the friend. No, Andre's his husband. Oh, okay, I'm the husband then. Okay, and you're gonna be Will. Okay. And it was like such a fucking moment. I mean, it happened um, on weekend two, but at least we got to see it first. <laughs> True that. Bitch. Talk to me though. What are your five essential things that you need in your bum bag at Coachella? What are your five? Once again, didn't they promise like really important issues at the top? 
of the show. Yeah. All right. So anyone that knows me knows that I always have... Lipstick. <laughs> Not lipstick. I have Carmex. Um, I always have... No, dummy. I don't have lipstick. I have Carmex. <laughs> clear eyes because I always get really friggin' bloodshot eyes. Yeah, I wonder I'd why. I'd have a little bandana. I'd have... You have a bandana. I know that. You know, really boring things like a wallet or some money. Who the fuck needs money when you're pretty, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> um, and maybe, yeah, by the that's way, the truest thing they've said so far. I love how we've been making fun of this show for over an hour, and I put out his Instagram on on the chat room, and now the chat room was with us, and now the chat room has just switched to how hot he is, how oh, hot yeah. his abs are, how hot his ass is. They, well, it's all it's mostly gay guys yeah. and straight girls. Yeah, exactly. No one's talking about our hilarious bits that we're doing. That we're working I think really they're hard. Like, oh shit, this guy's actually hot. Like, yeah. I actually want to follow this yeah. guy. Yeah. We're, we're promoting his Instagram for him. And maybe I don't know some some concealer. Yes, diva. I'm gonna pull that clip. So obviously, Will, I've known you for many. Go- oh my god, Lori. Where are we? I'm not even joking. Fifteen thirty-eight and fifteen thirty-eight. Oh my god. That's crazy. So right at the halfway mark. Yes, right. Oh my god, that's crazy. It's actually fifteen thirty eight and fifteen thirty seven. I, I lied a little bit, but it's right at the halfway mark. Wait, you lied to me? <laughs> See, you know he is a speed, dude. We always tend to leave because we are a nation of criminals. Okay, guys, we're going to call it there for the first episode of this very limited series of the Sydney Kids. When we come back next week, we're going to cover the biography of Will Sabin. And if we have time, then we'll do, uh, you know, the apology. And then later, I think think we're going to be here for three episodes, Laura. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I, what do you want to bet? This is the this next episode is the one where Will gets into the hard hitting stuff where he talks about you know losing his dad to AIDS and you know just all all the nitty gritty that we need to get into. Mm-hmm. So all right, well I'll, we'll see if your prediction comes true. We'll see you guys next time. Uh, thank you for being here for the Sydney Gays. Why don't we leave you with this? Hey Jay. Hey Will. Sydney Gay. We gotta get a hold of this and do that in our accents. Yes. Is. I know exactly what you do. I know you have many other voyages. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna play that again because I messed up. Here we go. Hey Jay. Hey Will. Leave that Sydney shit at the door. <laughs> <laughs>